Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to episode six of Rugby Jubbly. Rugby Jubbly. There's wow. no other reason I'd be up this early on a Monday morning. This this week, uh, Heineken Cup really messed up Heine- by COVID. It's not called the Heineken Cup, though, anymore. It it's is, just, well, European Champions Cup. by Heineken. But Heineken it's, Cup, European Champions Cup. Why, why, do, why do they take Heineken out of the actual official title, but they still sponsor the Cup? That's, that's I have always no idea. Me. I didn't call it Heineken Cup for quite a while. Then everybody else kept calling it, so I've gone back to calling it that. Mm. But this is just the sort of lack of knowledge that so that makes us so endearing <laughs> exactly. as as a podcast because we literally sort of don't know what to call it. It's the sort of thing I thought you would know. You know? No, I th- well, I think now it should just be called COVID Cup because it's being ruined by COVID. Well, everything's the, being ruined by COVID. I don't want to have to go R- at Exeter while well, they're not, uh, you know alone in that. Yeah, but I don't have to go at Exeter while they're down. But you know, a lot of people believe there was a COVID played a part in last season's European Champions Cup, and it's playing a massive part in this season's um, yeah. because Exeter Exeter should definitely qualify, and they might not because of they because they got um, COVID happened, in their squad. What happened last year? Why, why did why how did uh, COVID play a part last year? I can't well, remember. COVID just played a part in delaying the whole season. So oh, I don't right, want to bring yeah. I don't want to bring it back to Saracens, <laughs> but we played with one arm tied behind our back in the later <laughs> stages <laughs> because we'd lost the players that had gone out on loan. But, but it's not just that; it's also Racing had sale in the. In yes. the Gallagher Premiership, Sale were didn't they lose their spot because of COVID oh, in the top four? I'm oh sure, yes, I'm that sure they, they did. did. But also, yeah. didn't Rassing Rassing had some COVID problems before that final? Then oh, Wasps okay. had problems in the Gallagher Premiership. I mean, basically, all of last season was messed yeah. up. These two seasons are going to have a massive. Um, well, asterisk next asterisk. to them. Well, of course. But everybody wants to put an asterisk next to everything Saracens have won for the last few years. So I don't know when rugby's gonna, people are going to go, well, that actually was a fair result. But, but it's a shame, though, isn't it? Like Exeter win the, the, the Premiership and the European Cup in a year of COVID. Because mm. everyone will be going, yeah, but that was the year of COVID, man. So Yeah, but they know, can suck it up because everybody's <laughs> saying that about everything Saris have won since 2015. <laughs> Back to so, Good. So the extra now, they have a result. They've lost twenty eight nil, isn't it? To um, Toulouse. Oh, Exeter. Exeter. Okay, so Toulouse so, have got that yeah. result against Exeter. Um, would, would Exeter have won that game? Would Exeter have won that game? I think they probably would. Yes, I think so. I yeah, think to, they I would ground I, them down on the try line, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, by the way, La Rochelle Bath, which is because this is what's unfair because Bath had. Um, oh. Well, Glasgow had that because they'd played Exeter, so Exeter get positive tests, so Glasgow are then affected by the fact they played that game and have to drop all the players that were playing. That's right, isn't it? I didn't know about Bath. What happened to Bath? Bath, um, 
were playing Scarlet, so they had contact with the player that's tested positive, or two players, or whatever. But Scarlet said mm. they've withdrawn those. But Bar- so the Bath then lose the ge- have to lose the game against La Rochelle. They get cancelled. But yeah, the Toulon Scarlet Toulon arrived, didn't they? And then they were at the airport and but decided. Yeah, but it's not weird, to- yeah, because because Scarlet's had a player that tested positive, but they removed him from yeah. the bubble. And Toulon, despite the assurances from Scarlet's, Toulon still refused to play yeah. them. So it's Toulon that lost the points. That's the best tactic in these times, is to go, we're fine, there's no problems. <coughs> no, we're fine. No, oh, we oh. don't. We have, <coughs> oh, and yeah. slightly hint you've got COVID <coughs> while claiming you haven't. And then the other team will pull out and then you get the points. Why am I not in higher yeah. level coaching or management in this game? Because because that's called fraud <laughs> and deception. I think that's... that. It's, it's slightly different. We could literally get it's a it's it's a total lack of integrity. I think that I think that's what that is. But you are a Saracens fan, oh. so you know you're looking for the best. Should we talk about the games that went ahead then? Yes. So who did well, you see? We both. I know we both watched because we have to be we have to be we have to sort of limit what we can. I mean, there's so many games you can't see. I, I have I I'm too old to have small children, as we yes. already established. But, uh, but so we have to very limit the games that we watch. I saw Wasps Montpellier. I saw uh, Clermont Clermont Munster. I saw I saw which a bit of that. really interesting game. I really enjoyed Harlequin's yeah. Rassing. Yeah, that was. That Did was you a see that? Fest. I watched the last ten minutes of Connell. Bristol oh, you see, I didn't see much Connell. Well. I feel a bit sorry for Connell actually, because because. They, I mean, did you see that try last week against Racing? That was one of the tries yeah. of the week, that cross-field kick, where he kicked that and, and ran it over the line. Brilliant try. And they look like, they look like they've got something. They've got, a, they've got some sort of spark and energy, but they just, they're just a bit like Italy, you know? They're a little bit inconsistent. Or maybe they don't have the depth of squad or, you know, they're a small side. I don't know. Have they ever done well in Europe, Connell? They always seem to be... No, of, I remember I, rem- you know, I remember a few years ago, the thing is, when I was paying less attention to rugby, about six or seven years ago, mm. being at Sarri's and Connacht coming to play a European game, and um, literally as they ran out, there were these Irishmen over for the weekend <laughs> and they were standing by the thing going... Come on, boys, keep it to 30 or something. It was like, and it was really, it was sort of real sweet yeah. kind of absolute lack of any um, ambition right. at all, which Faith. I found incredibly yeah. moving. But anyway, sorry, can we get onto the game? Wasps Montpellier. Montpellier. This was, I think Montpellier really, uh, this was a game really ruined by the high tackle and red card. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear Lawrence Delalio, um uh, speak about this stuff, but they were talking about an incident. Northampton, Leinster, Tom Wood hit, hit one of the, Van der Fleer. That's right, and because Van der Fleer looked up, you know, to ask the ref, and then Tom Wood just smacked him yeah. in the face. And Brian are just going, "Well, there's mitigating circumstances because if you're going into the breakdown and then looking at the ref, asking if you can play the ball, and you know the other players are committed, what are they supposed to do? Just stand off and 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 wait? And Delaria's going, "No, he hit him in the head. He's off." Um, so he's very, very stern about this sort of stuff. So he was, he was very, he was, could, he was sure there was no, there was no, um, there was no if buts and maybes about this uh, sending off uh, the Wasp Montpellier game. It was a straight red, straight to the head. What's so hard about it, and what's so hard to watch players getting sent off for, is there's no malevolence but in it. This is all about. This is this is not about evil. No, I know, <laughs> I know. It's about. Player protection, isn't it? And and trying to change the culture of yeah. the game. And it's only going to happen if you just say, if you do that, you'll leave the pitch. 
I think probably Lawrence Delalio in the end is right. In the end, you can't go, well, mm. there was nowhere else I could hit him, so I had to hit him in the head. So that sort of changed this game. Because Wasps, I don't think, Wasps turned mm. up very underpowered. This is one of the problems with the, with the European they Cup. Did, didn't they? Is that lots of teams mm. are not really taking it so seriously, it seems well, to me. Well, I, I, I mean, they, they, it's a, they have to protect their players, don't they? Because they, the, the season's been so mm. condensed and they've had hardly any any time off from one season straight into the next. And they're, you know, they just, there's just not enough turnaround to sort of keep fielding all their top players. They have to. And what with the new concussion uh, bits and bobs flying around, they've got to be really, no, really it's careful. True. So I don't know. They don't have much choice. No, I don't but think. I mean, I do really like Wasps as a team. I do think they are uh, going places because this, this was a really young, exciting team. Even though Montpellier were down for, to 14 and even though I'm going to make a generalising comment about French teams, but French teams just seem to be less good at doing the whole, right, we're going to fight for this and we're going to... Even, even though, you know, they didn't completely roll over, but, but this was a Montpellier side that still could have won, I think, against Wasps. Well, Montpellier, though, have got a terrible European record, yeah, but haven't I, they? They've, they've lost so many European But games. they were playing real callow um, youths. in like the, the, That number 10 for Wasps is only just 19 or something. Charlie Atkinson. Yeah, I know, but they did have, like, Sopper Wanger was in there, mm. and, and and what did you call him? Number eight. I called him Alfie Alfie Barbary, which Alfie is Alfie Barbary. And you, it, yeah, you I think he helped. Bar- it was like Hannah Bar- like Hannah, Hannah Barbera cartoons, and <laughs> Alfie Barbary. I just like it as an. He is, he, he you know he's a hooker, but he's meant. But they're playing him at he's eight. He's a hooker that wants to play centre, but they're playing him at number eight. Yeah, and I mean. Ch- that's that's a that's a that's an incredible skill set. Yeah, range, he's isn't it? definitely another Billy Vanapola, I think. He's a bit He just I, I looked up his stats. He's he's only six foot one. Mm. And that is not that's not big. That's not a big no, number, but eight, no, is it? I mean that is a that is but a But neither's Billy Vanapola. He's not he's not much more than that. Is he? He's about How six foot, six foot one. He's not tall. But I but Barberi is twenty, which means he's going to fill out much more yeah. well, he's already very filled out for twenty. And I think, yeah. and he's already missing a front tooth. He looks like a forty-five-year-old. Um, what a back row they've got! That Ross back row is. Yeah, but he, imagine him. Imagine the future of England in five, six years' time, and you'll still have Tom Curry. Mm. You probably could have Barberi Curry oh, yeah. Underhill once for Napoleon because Billy Napoleon's I don't know twenty-eight, twenty-nine, something like that. I think he's twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Um, so in a few years' time, I just think I just think. England are going to keep a production line of real bruisers and Bar- Barbary or Barbary is going yeah. to be, is is the next generation. And I thought he was really exciting. I think he's going to be really big, really tough. I mean, the thing, the thing is, though, he's he's big and he's strong. I mean, he's already, I think somebody said in commentary when he scored uh, one of his tries, he said he's just, he's just stronger than everybody mm. else. You know, he wrestled the ball over the line and there was nobody that could stop him. And I don't know how much bigger you need to get. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, a, a cruiserweight, boxing cruiserweight that, that puts loads of muscle on to go up to mm. heavyweight and then find that they, they haven't got the skill set that they had when they were at cruiserweight. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a, there's a balance to be struck with how big you are and you know what that does to your speed and power and skills, you know? I thought I think wasps have got quite an exciting future. That's all I was thinking. I just think 
Wasps are now my favourite team in the Midlands. <laughs> what, who used to be your I don't have team a favourite team in the Midlands, really. Right, quickly, uh, Clermont Munster, which you didn't see, did you? No, you did see. I think I watched the highlights of that. In the first 20 minutes, I, I wrote something like, if you want to take your mind off awful things happening in Britain at the moment, watch... I put a tweet out saying, watch uh, Clermont playing Munster. They are playing terrifying rugby. But that was because they were about... They they got their bonus points, I think, after 23 minutes, 24 minutes, they already had... 28 points. They, they they already had, sorry, four tries. Wow. Um, and were, oh, it was one of those. They took the foot off the gas. They were unbelievable. They? It was unbelievable. Also, Munster was so brave because I'd have been waving the white flag. Uh, I wrote at half-time in my little diary, I've decided my French club is Clermont de Verne. I love it so, that you've got a diary that you watch European games. I, did, I was writing little notes going, I love Clermont. Oh, they're so good. And they just completely, but also Munster fought their way back in. People like Peter mm. Omani, CJ Stander. Yeah, they, I, I was so impressed. I mean, they're away from home in France, getting hammered in the first 20, 25 mm. minutes. And I'm, That's again, amazing. no big fan of Munster because, um, again, every t- basically every team I've ever sat with where I've experienced fans that are a bit unpleasant, which you could do at every single rugby club if you're playing, I think it was the semi-final of 2019 and Sarries were playing Munster. And Munster fans were... Really unpleasant, really nasty. But I mean, just not, you know, just very unpleasant yeah. about Saracen's players, uh, abusing individuals and stuff. <laughs> um, and then at the end, they all came up and went, well done, game with, beat Leinster in the final. And they were all, they were all like, uh, sorry, that was a terrible, it, it was a cork limerick no, accent. Um, but but they were, they was, you know, they were very fair. It was like it, part of the game was to be as abusive, but they were quite sort of psychotic fans. Yeah, but they understand their role, you know, the exactly. Munster fans. They they realise that they are the 16th man and they've got to, um, you know, get under the skin of the Saracens players. Not that it would make any difference exactly. whatsoever. To be away from home, 28, whatever they were, 28-6 or something, 28-9, 28-9. That is amazing. I didn't I think, know were, I think they were 28-9 down. And then, oh. and then uh, yeah, hit back, then they hit back with a try. To, to be that... And they were being cut apart and they suddenly just... Mm fronted up sort of thing they just really contested every breakdown and it I, it just it really is like they broke um clermont it was unbelievable and probably it's a little yeah. bit of a thing that everybody should then watch that before they play every french side because yeah, because yeah, french yeah. sides do beat you up up front and then they put it out wide and and maybe there's that thing where they do get too far ahead and then psychologically they take their foot off the gas and you have to hit back really hard it's always a combination of um, you, uh, if you get that far ahead in the first half, you then you sort of you 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 are underestimating the other team, and that's when if the if the other team has got any metal, that's when they can really take yeah. a chance, you know, because well, they can. And they that can must really break you. You suddenly go, "What's happened?" You must be. It must create real turmoil yeah. within the team of going. We were taking these guys apart. That's what I would do as well if I was a coach. Then I would deliberately coach a team to be rubbish for the first twenty five minutes. <laughs> Go two or three tries down, and the other team go. It's plain sailing, and then you go switch, and it's yeah, it's a bit. It, that's risk free, isn't it? That that's risk free. Exactly. <laughs> Should we quick quickly mention Leinster Northampton? I saw sort of second half and highlights of the first half, and I still think. Yeah. I think Leinster were pretty because uh, Northampton are on a terrible run of form, aren't they? They didn't, they, and they didn't mm. have full squad out. I think they had some of their best players on the bench came on and Northampton really gave them a game 
And I think Leinster aren't great. I think Leinster, I think Leinster, like I've sort of, I made that point that I think Irish rugby's having a, going in the doldrums. Having said that, Munster still produced that performance. I think Leinster are a bit dodgy. That was all my point. It's just Leinster just aren't what they were. Anyway, Harlequin's Rassing. Any, on any given yeah. day. Can we just say that at the win. beginning of the game, <laughs> Harlequin's Rassing 92. Hal Cruttenden predicts in my little diary, 45-10 to Rassing. Because Harlequins just don't do it in Europe. Well, that's... And, the, and result the result was, was the 40... Result? Uh, I've now lost the bloody... Oh, where did I put it? For, it's 49-7. 49-7. And I predicted 45-10. This is at the Stoop. Wow, well done, away, I think it's one of the biggest defeats Harlequins have had at the Stoop. Um, admittedly, there was no fans there. Oh uh, but I felt Rassing hadn't really done that well against Connacht, who they only beat by like four points last week. I felt they were going to come out. I thought they were really yeah. good. Finn Russell was brilliant. Teddy Thomas, did you see Teddy Thomas try? No. Teddy Thomas scored a try where um, it's sort of, it, it was like he, he, he's got the most beautiful way of running. He runs like he's not trying. He just sort of, he, right, yeah, he just yeah. seems to be he's jogging. Like he's jogging and just finds space. He went, it was, I think it was from a set piece. I think it was a line mm. out straight to him. He was almost like first receiver from scrum half, gives it out to him. And he just found a gap. He, one person missed a tackle and he just strolled. And it was, I thought he was, I wasn't, I thought Teddy Thomas was oh, a bit, or Terry Thomas, um, was te- Teddy Thomas was a bit sort of, a bit of hype about nothing. I just. No, I've always, I've always he's, he's, he's a good player. I thought Rassing, I've gone from Clermont to Win it to Rassing are definitely going to win it. Rass- they were, yeah, I am. I've but they didn't. As well. you know, it was like they were like Clermont, <laughs> and they were shooting ahead. What was it? Twenty nil after twenty two minutes. It was twenty nil. See, this is why I make notes so I have to say things like that. Twenty nil after twenty minutes. Um, actually, it went to about thirty. What does it go to? Twenty five nil. Yeah, thirty five nil until Quinn's got a score, and. Um, but they just kept building it. Wow. They, you know, after, it was almost similar to the Clermont Monster game in terms of they raced out to this lead and you went, ah, but will they now take their foot off the gas? And they just didn't. They were so in control. They were so brilliant. They're forwards. They're, they're just such an all-round brilliant team. Can I just have a quick mention this game to uh, a sub who came on for uh, Racing called Georges-Henri Colomb? What a brilliant name for a massive 22-year-old. Yeah, He's like 27 and huge. But to be called Georges-Henri Colomb... I like it. There's a thing about French names. They just have the best names and they'll... Anyway, I love them all. I mean, it's like it's like um, the man of the match is uh, was thingy. What's his name? Um, not man of the match, player of the match. Sorry, let me just, just go through it again. It, it Yes, uh, Loré. And his first... Wenceslas. Wenceslas Loré. Just to be uh, called Wenceslas Loré. That's the best name in the in the, in the well, Exactly. Rugby if you, if you world. call your child Wenceslas, Wenceslas that's job Wenceslas done. Wenceslas. They will achieve something massive in their life. I yeah, do think it's important. I think you have to give your children fantastic names. I can't. Um, uh, what I mean, that's like Wenceslas is a square, isn't it? But maybe in, that's what he is like. He's like a square. It? He is like solid. He's nothing, <laughs> and it is. <laughs> that's he is a big tough and made of parents, stone. I think he looks. He's, he's quite square. Like we call him Wenceslas. European mm. Cup, basically. I'm. Can I just generally say I'm so loving the rugby, but. It doesn't really matter yeah, who wins again. This this whole COVID has sort of destroyed all these mm. tournaments. I know. Unfortunately, I, I agree with you. It just it, without the fans in the stadium, and it just feels like uh, it's treading water, and it, we're just having the competition exactly. for the sake of it. But I mean, if we can get through these months, and then everything hopefully starts to get back to normal 
uh, yeah. you know, early next year, then all of this stuff would have been worth it for when we come out the other side and fans start coming back and it will be just like a celebration. We would be going, so I'm so glad we got through exactly. those awful months to have this now. So hang on in exactly. there. And, I, but I wonder, and also I wonder the fact whether it is less important in terms of, you know, people are always going to have excuses over why people won or didn't win is making people create, play more creative rugby. I still think it's a really enjoyable rugby. But yeah, it would be lovely to have fans back in the ground. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We have to talk, uh, you know, as unpleasant as it might be, we have to talk about the concussion thing because it's become... Uh, it's become an enormous talking point. And I've read some very interesting articles about it this week, which were which which I wish I hadn't have read because it was a bit concerning because, you know, a lot of the top coaches have come out and said, well, you know, the concussion protocols now are so good and they're, you know, player safety is, it's all about player safety. But um, sort of neuro, neurosurgeons and psychologists have come out and said, well, it's not really about concussion. It's about yeah. the repeated blows to the head. But it's, it's, only at professional level, yeah. really, that you're going to see this stuff because the the head the, the the repeated blows to the heads are just they're taking them all week. Whereas you know amateur game school level, it's just it's just less consistent. Well, but, so, I mean, I think it, 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 I this is so. I mean, this is it is. It's they they have to grasp this massively because people are going to be put off. I mean, you you what when you've got? I think I've said it before, but you've got. Uh, Matt Dawson saying, I don't know if I'd want my kid to play rugby. Danny Kerr has now said, oh, I'm mm. not sure, on their pod, uh, on the, the BBC pod, he said, 
I'm not sure I'll have yeah. to see sort of thing. And you go, but you're a player. You're so How terrible to have players yeah. playing the game now going, not sure I'd want my kid to do what I do, to play my game. That's awful mm. situation. So I think the only, I think probably the only thing they're going to have to do, I mean, I'd say this with absolutely no knowledge at all, is just players play less. Those play all those. You have to ration yeah. how much players play, which probably will mean the top yeah. players will play even less for their clubs, won't it? It'll it'll mean so much. Yeah. It'll mean yeah. that you know people. Well, they they, they they perhaps need less competition. Yeah, as exactly. Well. The thing that's awful is it is awful for for to know that people have been damaged by some of the things that we love about the sport. That's what's so awful because you see a hit I and know. go oh, and it's one of the things we love are those big hits and big tackles and you think. God, if these guys yeah. have damaged themselves, and they have done through doing that, it is so... I mean, it's, mm. it's, it's, and it's got to be jumped on. I think there should be big charity drives to look after the players who this has happened mm. to. Well, they probably will. They're very good with that, in, in, you know, inside the game, aren't they? But, I mean, I think there's, there's a huge question mark at the moment about player welfare mm. in general, isn't there? I mean, just the amount of injuries um, there are a season... You know, and, and the game and the career playing careers are just getting shorter and shorter. And I, and I think that's probably another reason why players like Matt Dawson and uh, and and Danny Kerr don't want their children playing because there's no guarantee that after you finish the game you'll be able to walk properly. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do you know what I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know what they can do. I know they, I you know, we've got head injury assessments. Maybe there can be scans of exactly what's happening to people's brains, which which I think they're doing now, but I think the scans are getting better. I think all those things have got to improve. But also, I just... Mm. What's, what's strange is that this discussion is going on and yet the hits were just as big this weekend. Those players still go out there knowing, are we safe or not? And are still playing like that. I find... I, I, this, this argument has been raging in boxing, you know, for yeah. years and years and years. And I don't think... And nothing's changed. Well, that, and, sport, and, and, and we—that's the so, thing. We have to change it in rugby because I don't want rugby becoming like boxing. Sometimes, I, when I'm watching any of these sports, like any of these big contact sports, mm. which I really enjoy watching, I don't know what that says about me. But I feel like you know, one of the um, audience members yes. of the Colosseum, you know, in Rome, and just watching people basically sacrifice their bodies <laughs> so that totally. I could be entertained. It's, it's, uh, you know, if you think too much about it, then. You, but, but, but also mm, rugby but also know. with rugby I mean that's the thing with boxing you are looking for somebody to be damaged like that in rugby you never are it's never the aim of the sport for somebody no, to be damaged like that yeah. it's important subject but it is a it's it's a grim topic unfortunately World Cup rugby draw happened this week that's didn't it? right in terms of the the pools England England have got a really, supposedly a really easy group, and everyone's going, it's so easy. Yeah, got Japan, got Argentina, Japan. and then Oceania won, likely to be Samoa. I don't know why, it's, maybe it's that they've got competitions yeah. going on that we're not paying attention to. And America's too, which is likely to be Canada or Uruguay. That is, I would say, I mean, Argentina, you don't know from year to year what exactly. how they're going to be playing. They, they don't seem to have a run of form. J- Japan are... A, Completely, yeah. I quantity. think Japan almost uh, definitely will be quite beatable because they, it, you know, they had so much euphoria from their home. But they, have they still got Jamie <laughs> Joseph as their coach? By the way, who is very good coach, I think. And I think, 
Um, yeah, yeah. They, they, I think they'll be good. I, I just think up for that is, uh, compared to other groups, that looks easy. Uh, who, who, who else is in New Zealand? This is group? annoying for France. So, well, it, it's not that annoying because they, but they'd want to win the group. France and New Zealand are in the same group in Pool A. New Zealand, France, Italy. Well, France have got a very good record against New Zealand in the World Cup. They could well be in three years' time, definitely the two best teams in the world. I think that's really tough for France in their home World Cup. But I'm showing a little bit of love for France in their home World Cup because I think it's sad when a team doesn't make it through in their home World Cup. I am still angry at the way people celebrated us going out in 2015 from our own (laughs) World Cup. I still remember uh, a week later, Wales were playing in their knockout game. And I think they were at Twickenham, Wales. And they used to give out boards and fans could write their own messages on the boards. And a little Welsh boy was holding up a sign at Twickenham saying <laughs> goodbye England. Pool B, do you know who that is? That's South, Afri- South Africa, Ireland, Go Scotland, on. Asia Pacific, likely Tonga, or Ooh. Europe 2, likely Portugal. So even with, I mean, they could have a tough game with Tonga in there, but that means one of... So Ireland, either Ireland or Scotland. Yeah, one of Ireland or Scotland. Out. And who do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to be Scotland? I bet you one pound, one shiny pound that Ireland will go out. <laughs> Pool C... Wales, Australia, Fiji. It's like the 15th time ever Wales, Australia and Fiji are in the same group, by the way. They always get drawn in the same group. They did in the last um, World Cup. They did in the 2015 World Cup. And I think think Wales, again, I think Wales are like Ireland, that they're on the skids. But Wales always turn up at World Cups. I think Wales will definitely get out of the group, might win that group because they might beat Australia like they did in 2019. Big words, seeing how they're playing oh, at the yeah. moment. They need no, to they do definitely something. do, but I just, I just think Wales... Moment, if we played the World Cup tomorrow, that wouldn't happen. Wales turn Big up Wales. for World Cups. They really do. They, they gave England a hell of a... I mean, back in mm. 2003, they gave England a hell of a game uh, in the knockout stages. But every World Cup, I end up so admiring <laughs> Wales because I go, they've got, they always seem to have loads of injuries. They either get through the tournament or they go to the tournament yeah. with injuries and they still play out of their skins. So they are an amazing history. Yeah. They've got an amazing history in the World Cup. Wales will definitely qualify. Well, so will. final um, winners, winners of the next right. World Cup very quickly. Brilliant. Oh, OK. Uh, when is the next World Cup? England. Oh, 2023. You're going for England? Yes, I uh, am. I w- I'm going to say New Zealand. It'd be rather boring. New Zealand, France, oh, that it ends up okay. being again. Let's New Zealand, France right. meet each other England, again in the New final. final. And oh right, okay. You don't think, you don't think England even get to the final? And if Eddie Jones remains coach, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm deliberately saying that. God, I tell you what, though, if England meet in New Zealand in the mm. semi-final, you would be quaking a little bit, wouldn't you, because of what happened last time? You know. New Zealand would be absolutely exactly. up for and that. Do game. you know what makes me think Blimey. of New Zealand at the moment is that Jared Christmas, who you know was on the second pod we did, mm-hmm. and we were saying how they'd just been beaten by yeah. Argentina, and he said, "Yeah, but you know what? Just before we get very good, we come through these periods." And I do look at New Zealand side and go, "They're still very, very good," and they're. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no, there's and, no question about it that they, you know. I mean, I think it's a question side. whether France will get to the final. I think France will have so much expectation built up with the way they're playing. They're doing a classic, peaking massively, three years out from a tournament. They're building towards Early. this World Cup. They've put so much into it. I think the pressure will get to them, and that is me doing that terrible stereotype of the French Maybe. not dealing with pressure well, which is not true. I know the French do deal with pressure. I just think they've, they're going to have put yeah. massive national expectation on that team. 
and they'll be so wound up, I think they'll be there for the taking. I think France will not win the 2023 yeah. World Cup and everybody Which, will Which, of course, was not the question. It's a very <laughs> negative way of looking at it. Uh, but I England will win. And who will, score the, who will win. score the winning try for England? Um, winning try for England. Well, it's going to be a tight forward. It'll be... No, uh, Alfie Barberi or Barbary? <laughs> Alfie Barbary. Alfie Barbary. Crashing over from two yards out. And we're now we're moving on to another thing, the Lions starting 15. Well, we're going to just... Co- I mean, this is very, very early, isn't it? And we're going to concentrate on the back three, obviously two of which are already completely nailed down. Um, and that is, in my opinion, Hogg and May. Um, you, I just you can't look beyond them to be... To be uh, OK, well, I'm going to throw in some, some interesting options. I did a little think about this, and I thought, the, what this is what's so weird is that Johnny May used to be seen as such a liability and now I'd have him in there because he's so safe. I just think he does so little wrong. He's going to... I think you're absolutely mm. right. He, he is going so to hard. be... He yeah, works he, so hard. He's going to be a starter, definitely. Stuart Hogg almost definitely will be a starter as well. I think the other winger... Will probably- what, I'm, what I'm surprised about Stuart Hogg is how... Because uh, he's quite a big, stocky lad. But he is yeah. so fast. He really is fast. So, you know, and we've got um, Cheslin Colby to get round. So we're going to need some creative um, kicking and, you know, and, and Hogg is, I think, I think he's a very creative player. Again, works really hard, good in defence. No, so I definitely, so. I, I think the other winger there. is probably uh, Josh Adams. Well, who hasn't, he, again, mm. this is another thing of looked amazing in 2019 doesn't look so amazing because Wales have been rubbish this year. <laughs> so so it just makes... Yeah. I mean, that's actually why Stuart Hogg is so good because he always looks good whether Scotland are good or bad. I mean, he's he, he made some terrible mistakes as well this year, but he's... He plays yeah, well for And also Exeter he's captain well, of Scotland and that's... He seems to have really grown well. into being such a classy player. And also he's going to really want it because he was uh, injured out of the last Lions tour, wasn't he, by one of his own oh, players. Yes. Ran into him, I think. Oh god, yeah. So he's going to be he's going to be furious. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of players who are going to be very determined to make this count. And I think Johnny, well, Johnny May because he was overlooked the last one, wasn't he? Or, um, I don't think he was even picked. Um, and and Hog, no. I suppose Josh Adams on the wing. Though we don't. Th- I think you can have a bolter like um, someone like Malins could feature in the Lions. Uh, it, it depends on what happens in the Six Nations, but I I think he is going to. I think there's a really good case to say that Watson- Max. I said massive outside bet is Max Malins. He's such a beautiful player to watch. It depends how England play in the Six Nations. He's so stylish mm. and graceful, and he glides. And he's Bristol. He is so gaining in confidence there. I mean, God, I hope they don't try and keep him because he's on loan from Saris. But I mean, it's only been a year and. Maybe that is a short time in rugby. A year and four months when he was like a little youngster and you were at that Saracens game with me and I walked up to him and Rotimi Shegan uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, Joel Kapoku, who are three young Saris players. They're all standing there and I went, oh, and I took a picture with them and did a little film. Yeah, oh, and God, he was, was one of them. Manage? And I said, oh, you're all going to be England regulars in in four or five years. Four or five years, you know. You'll all be in the regular England side. And, um, and wow. yeah, but, because wow. he he's just clicked and I think he's... He's just making such good decisions. So I think they might... I don't think he's going to be starting, but I, I'd love him to be. I'd love him to be like an outside bet. I, You know, he is pretty safe. 
Um, is he fast? I don't think he's fast enough for the wing. Yeah. I think he's a fullback. I mean, that's he's got to be fast as a fullback as well. Um, he is fast, but he he does. Yeah, there's, there's, in that case, there's Elliot. Elliot Daly can. You know, it's nice to have two fullbacks. Yeah, the back I suppose, but that's the thing. You know, the Where's the space the for Elliot Daly? Because Elliot Daly, people are sort of. Mm underestimating but he's a really important player I think Elliot Daly has to be certainly on the bench for the Lions in test matches if not starting I agree uh, because not only does he he's he's very fast very good under the high ball he's got a good boot he's got an amazing long exactly. range kicking ability exactly so I think da- you know and that is I think Daly will be inside I think that. I think uh, Gatland likes him and Gatland will have probably be quite safe in his selections um, so I, I'm going to go for um, Hog, May, and you're going to Malins on the wing. Hog, May, and no. Hog, May, it's just and ridiculous. Malins. I'll definitely yeah. have the pound on this. I know it's ridiculous, but I, you can, know, can I mention it's some other fun in it? Do you mean bolters, as in shock, shock, shock players to come through? Well, you know, like people that sort of yeah, yeah. players that talk. No, I know you're using proper go, rugby parlance, they, and I'm just checking whether I have the right thing also think of but there's there are lots of good that's the thing there's lots of good players i mean ireland james lowe is coming through for ireland hugo keenan mm. is i really like young player just only played for ireland this year really good but again you know keith earls will be definitely be too old but i just love keith earls so much i think they should take him just because he's he's, <laughs> he's a, a dirt tracker dirt so you tracker. know that you're so good at knowing exactly the terms <laughs> also my favorite player from that i've seen recently duhan van der merver that great Scottish name, Scott, um, the Scottish Duhan, name, you know, Scottish who, who I think, he, you know, he is um, Dolph Lundgren. He is Dolph Lundgren in Rocky Four. He is. I will break oh, yeah. him. He's big. He's tough. He's fast. Yes. He's. Um, I think if he has a big Six Nations, Duhan van der Merwe would be fantastic. And do you know the thing about him? His brother is called Acker van der Merwe, and I think he plays for a French side. He was playing this weekend. I can't remember mm. which side he's playing in. He he has played his I brother don't know, has man. psychologically if you're a South African South African born player playing in for the Lions brilliant it would really, he will want to play I out of I don't know but the South Africans all just think well you no, can't get in the South African that's that's why he'll play so, so well and there's a chance okay so there's a massively outside chance because his brother hasn't played for like two years for South Africa Aka van der Merwe imagine he gets picked for South Africa we've got two brothers playing against each other so we've got I want to buy the yeah, movie rights to the tour because that, because that, there's a whole struggle in itself. And Duhan, Eker, write write the short I am, story. I am, and then the imagine the movie brothers. scenes. I'm a proud, I'm a proud Scotsman. No, I can't do a South African accent anymore. Right, I, yeah. I'm a proud Scottish. I'm a proud <laughs> as soon as you say Scottish, you go I'm Scottish. From the borders, but it would be brilliant. Going, I'm from I, the borders, and then Mum going, boys, don't yeah. hurt each other. I don't want to see you play against each other. And and Duhan going, but I believe I, <laughs> I can't say anything about Scotland in a South African accent. Isn't that weird? But the, no, it's quite. It, yeah. it does something to the brain, doesn't it? You can yeah, take our, tricky. you can take our life, but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> take our life. Anyway, yeah. So, but, but so ah. I think. Honestly, Duhan van der Merwe, I'm going to put a pound on him starting for the Lions as a complete out there shock. The problem is he's on the left wing, which tends to be the favoured wing, I think, of Johnny May. So it might need May to get injured. Oh, he's got some work to do. Anthony Watson, sad for Anthony Watson if he doesn't get in. Oh, also, we have forgotten... If he he's been injured and he's not been at his best for a couple of years, Big Joe. Joe. What? No, Joe not Cocker Joe Cocker. Well, Joe Cocker and a singer might have a big Six Nations because he's uh, 
he's he's a hell of a player. He's been wrapped in plastic for a while. Isn't he? he has, he's, but he is coming back, isn't he? And he is playing quite well. He has played well. Mm. No, I was thinking more yeah. secure than Joe Cock and a Sing Cock and a Singer is um, Liam Williams. Yes. Oh, he's a he's a so maybe player, he goes. He's the more likely right wing because he can't. Re- they're going to need want hog. But that's going to that that's but we have to just sort of go on mm. who's fit at the moment. That's maybe that's, at the moment. But I think you know? he's fit, and if he returns to form properly, Liam Williams is the, the, mm. probably one of the best back the best back yeah, three in the world. He, one of the best back three players. He is so solid under the high ball. Does so little wrong. He's a you know, know he's got their lovely bow legs. He's got as well. You'd he's watch him for Saris, and he was. <laughs> you just felt safe with him in the team. It was like being oh, held a by a big man. Uh, you just felt safe in his arms, yeah. but you just knew under a ball. You just trusted Liam Williams, and I. And he, bre- and he breaks from anywhere. He's he's one of those. So I think he's he was instrumented in the Lions um, try against New Zealand exactly. when they broke from the twenty-two, and I can't remember who scored, but I it think was a, it was actually um, oh oh uh, uh, it was because then. Elliot Daly got involved, and then it was Thingy. It was uh, Sean Sean O'Brien, wasn't it? Sean O'Brien. That's it. Sean or was it O'Brien CJ Stan? Yeah, but it was Liam Williams that started it. Jack Noel. Have I said Jack Noel? Very bloody unlucky. Jack Noel, Jack Noel will probably go. Actually, if he, I mean, yeah. he's struggling. Very with injury, underrated player, go. and also he, yeah. Blair Kinghorn. I love his name because he sounds like a Harry Potter character. Harry, they're seekers. Blair yeah. Kinghorn. Very no, good. you know what I mean. It. Don't you think? I just love his name. So he should put him in the team because I love the name Blair Kinghorn. I just love it. I think it's a beautiful name. Sounds like something you'd have on a ship. The Kinghorn. More players, more players should be picked because of how nice their names sound. That's why I think Duhan van der Merwe should be in Blair Kinghorn and Max Malins because Max. I love the MM and I love the Max Max Malins. So very nice, Max Malins. Yeah. So I think that's what it counts against the slightly duller names. Anyway, yeah, happy Christmas and happy yeah. new year to everybody as well, because we're going to be back in the new year uh, yes, with a very absolutely. big name guest. We really huge. And if you want to get in touch with us and ask us anything, then please contact us via rugbyjubbly at dltentertainment.com or on Twitter, it's at jubblyrugby and Instagram is at rugbyjubblypodcast. I'm glad, have you got any new year resolutions? <sighs> Go outside more. I think that mine's going to be to pay my mortgage, um, and not to interrupt you so much during (laughs) these podcasts because I get on rants and I do feel like sometimes I go, "Wow, no, you interrupt away. It's fine. I don't. I I like it. I like it." Yes. Thanks for joining us. Merry Christmas and happy New Year to everyone. Merry Christmas, each and every one of you. See See you in the new year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.